2: Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V Freeman and our Executive Director, Cooper. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge.
1: This week in Ambridge was brought to you by emotional blackmail and lots of it. (laughs) We began the week with me, with my head in my hands. (laughs) Linda now feels compelled to go through with the Christmas crapicles and Nick... Oh, Hello. That's my alarm. And um, Neil has... (laughs) (laughs)
2: Are you leading a double life?
1: Long story. I'll explain the alarm in a minute. Linda now feels compelled to go through with the Christmas crapicles and Neil has not only decided to appoint himself as the Gareth Malone of Ambridge, but also had the berserk idea that Georgie might want to be involved. Why? What money is there in a choir? However, the promise of Fallon taking lots of deep breaths gave Georgie a sudden interest in practice. (laughs) Choral sex, we could call it. Neil is going to be handling the choir's members, he says, and Fallon's doing everything else. Fallon's suggesting some modern classics. Chattanooga choo-choo, etc. There was a lot of innuendo from Fallon rabbiting on about her thoracic cavity with gestures, and even Neil made one of his strange roaring noises at one stage. Anyway, Ambridge being Ambridge and the most competitive place on earth, we are now in a choir-off. Fallon and Jolene going scale to scale. My money's on... Ugh, I Don't care. Well, as we predicted, someone was going to descend on the Bulls' spare room for the festivities, and this time it's Jill. Obviously, the first thing you do when you go and stay in someone's house is make Christmas puddings and fill the entire house with a sort of raisin sauna. How annoying. I had visions of her clanking down the road from Brooker's like a one-man band with a steamer on her head and mixing (laughs) bowls on each kneecap. Mind you, she is sleeping on top of a box of scampy fries, so she probably wants to keep herself occupied as much as she can. And as of course, a mother has arrived to stay with her son after family ructions, her son, rather than speaking to his brother about it, <laughs> rings his brother's wife because over is mean communication. Ooh, it makes me so cross. Alistair uh, said how much he had learned from living with his father. Kenton could maybe learn fascism and small mindedness from his mother. <laughs> The love-in between Jolene and Jill continued, with Jolene being forced to watch a heavy petting session between Jill and Leonard. Jill is now basically a teenager, and Jolene is her mum, driving her to the supermarket because she's forgotten her domestic science ingredients and picking her up from her boyfriends. Goodness me, Paul's easy to make laugh, isn't he? How in the world does someone using a microphone get covered in the previous person's lipstick? You don't actually smear a microphone on. Or maybe you do, and that's why my sound levels have been so rubbish. (laughs) Could they not have been an actual joke? Or even nothing at all, and we could have just assumed that they got on? That microphone story was the worst I have ever heard, and I've been to weddings. (laughs) It's funny. It made me nostalgic for the good old days of Fat Paul Blocker and his hilarious crisp packet banging antics. Well, Paul, not Fat Paul, Nurse Paul. Seems to be an all-round good chap, and especially as it appears that he is not prepared to date Rory if he's still dating his auntie Julianne. Vince was having a slightly worse night than Rory as he decided to go to a completely empty pub in his ex-girlfriend's village, which is full of people who hate him on a rainy Wednesday to drink by himself on the off chance that someone he didn't like might come in. And they did, so that turned out nice. Stella popped over to Brookfield where the atmosphere was minus 15 degrees even by the (laughs) Arga. Ruth's rope was running out and David had the cheek to tell Ruth to hold her nerve when he's such a chicken he'd be more at home in Josh's laying pen. Why in the world he's now agreed to pay for a holiday to New Zealand that no one's going on I have no idea. Vince will be billing Brookers for his Just Eat deliveries. She's heartbroken David she needs Nando's unless he puts his foot down. Further news from Cowardy Custard Corner, where Rory was struggling to tell Auntie Julianne that for a business arrangement, the conditions around him seeing other people seemed somewhat woolly, particularly if they are that open to emotional exploitation. Julianne told Rory he was having fun, but as they seem to spend all their time in entirely silent restaurants or massaging Julianne's corns, I'm not entirely sure she's right. Paul has offered to arrange an iconic blowout for Alistair, so that'll take his mind off things. Meanwhile, back at Brooker's, David said that him and Ruth had been like ships in the night. Yep, HMS shit show in the Royal Yacht Incandescent. They are now selling the land to someone for cash to get (laughs) mints off their backs. Ruth seemed relieved and David said he was hopeful, which is the kiss of death if ever I heard it. So hurrah, back to business as usual. Spontaneous deals done on the hoof with no due diligence that will inevitably result in them being bitten on the arse. Carry on, Brookfield. Carry on. The end. (laughs)
2: That's so funny. I'm really gutted that they've made up David and Ruth, aren't you? I was like, well, everybody oh. had
1: already totally shipped Stella and Ruth and were like, where will they live, do you think? You know, it's like Twitter had, Twitter had decided, this is it. It's all over.
2: The best scene this week was just Stella eating biscuit after yeah. biscuit and deliberately not noticing the atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, and I'll saying, have another custard so w- cream. Thanks, Dave. So where's Jill?
1: Because normally she cooks nice food and this is shit. So where is she? Have you had a massive row and she's moved out?
2: (laughs) What kind of selection is this? I know. (laughs) Also, I just thought, well, clearly at 6pm, well, Ruth's just had dinner. Yeah. And they were talking about, say, why wouldn't, so David's so tight. He's just offering her a, like, you'd at least say, would you like a glass of of wine? wine. And crisps or roasted dry nut peanut things. yes all those but, funny
1: italian things that you eat yeah, yeah.
2: But i mean because i think oh, no. she was clearly up for a glass of wine wasn't she that's well, she why was, she was she'd settled leaving.
1: in for the evening she'd got her feet up on the fender <laughs> as far as i could tell
2: you know you can get two portions out of one can of baked beans david um <laughs> yeah i will have another bourbon but the alcoholic kind thank you <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I really loved it. I Is your mum coming it. back at all? Is there anything in
1: the <laughs> oven? Maybe. Could <laughs> I have a rummage through the deep freeze? You know, just on the off chance.
2: She'd so gone over for cake, had not she? And why? But talk
1: about third wheel, David. You know, no, you don't have to leave, David. Yes, he does. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> but, you did, David.
2: Well, that's Piss the thing. Off. It was too short-lived. I know. The icy atmosphere between them. I know. Because they do do that really well, actually. They do, yeah. is actually very good at iciness, isn't mm. she? That's that's actually her forte is mm. being in a Cross. right mood, <laughs> yeah. just in a mood, just yeah. a mardi on. Yeah, and it's a shame that they had to make up. <laughs> <It's> boring. <laughs> Lucy and William have been watching the football, oh, so we're God. recording a bit later than usual. That's why we're tired. Yes, <laughs> and you've had to sit through that boring match. It was
1: really tedious.
2: Oh, did you manage to write the monologue during?
1: Uh, no, I, I, I tried to give it my full attention.
2: <laughs> well done.
1: <sighs> There's no um, mean flipping feet. Nobody
2: has been good. I think like the last couple of weeks have been really good fun. And I know you didn't like that microphone joke, Lucy, but I I, I went back to listen to that bar scene because I think bar scenes are the most difficult mm. for, to, for radio to convey, mm-hmm. or anywhere to convey realistically. And I actually... Give, I thought that was high marks actually, because <laughs> no, because I know what you mean about the laugh but when you're on a first date, de- you are overdoing it mm. anyway because you're desperately trying to create an atmosphere. Yes, look what a so, lovely time
1: we're having. Look, look even look, though look, it was a yeah. shit
2: karaoke story, t- uh, Rory would have laughed anyway to be because mm. they were trying to get in each other's pants, so it didn't really matter.
1: The thing I think I. I drive people mad because when I watch comedy shows, I don't laugh. I don't laugh. No, I don't either. Because I'm trying to think: how did they do that? How did they get that? No. Also, you're trying to set that up.
2: Also, because you think they're trying to make me laugh. Yeah. So so I refuse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so petulant. Yeah. I wish and, I was yeah. one of those people that l- laughed at yeah. every funny joke.
1: Well, one of my friends is a comedy writer and he roars with laughter at the most terrible <laughs> shit. And I think, how can you do Anyway.
2: But that's the thing, you've just got to listen to that Radio 4 630 series because you're like, well, this got commissioned. So <laughs> someone laughed.
1: <laughs> no, nobody needed to laugh. Just a lot of boxes needed <laughs> to just have been ticked on that's the it base was. of three scenes.
2: Mm. But anyway. yeah.
1: Um, but.
2: Uh, so you were listening to that? I wouldn't say it was you, a comedy but, scene.
1: Though, but when, no, scene. but when you write a joke, if if it's a if it's a bad if it's a if the joke has to make sense. If it doesn't, you say it's it's got a ruffle in it or it's got a ripple in it because it's like a bump in the road. So when you te- when you tell a joke, you want somebody to come with you down the road, right? And then if there's something that doesn't make sense, your brain goes, huh? And it's that's just enough to throw it off, and then right. you miss the you miss the, the punchline or you miss the point or you missed the gag or whatever. Okay. And because that story didn't make sense in that how the hell did the microphone end up being covered oh, in Lucy. lipstick?
2: Lucy, you're just it over... I know, oh, I know, okay. I can't
1: help it. But it's like when vet people listen to Alistair talking and then go, oh, of, as if you'd prescribe antibiotics for that. You know, <laughs> whatever. And, but I'm like that with
2: I, s- I, no, I funny do.
1: stories in inverted commas that <laughs> no, clearly but- aren't
2: it also crossed my mind like how did he get like what because was it a fuzzy microphone in which case Mm. or if it was like a metal microphone how sort of like it's quite it's quite difficult to imagine how the lipstick would have ended up on but it didn't matter it just didn't matter because it was by the by but it did matter but but to be honest I was like that's quite hard what is the punchline otherwise like yeah. It's quite a hard story to find a punchline for anyway. So
1: why pick that story? Why not just make
2: one up? <laughs> but, just, but it doesn't just... matter. It doesn't... Oh. it doesn't matter. But I thought maybe in a way that's more truthful. Like, Paul isn't the funny, he's very lovely and sweet and cute, but he's not, like, the sharpest tool in the book, is no. he? no. And so he wouldn't have had a really... Tall in the box,
1: ripping... not tool in the book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Look in the... Door. I'm just so good at writing the comedy scenes. <laughs> They'd all make sense. <laughs> but um, I, I actually thought that they pulled off... Because I think they have good bands And I think Paul is a really good actor, actually. He doesn't... I think he... Although sometimes I think he's written a bit over the top... He pull, I think he can then pull it back a bit to sound mm. like very conversational and normal and natural. Do you disagree? Do you think it's a bit OTT?
1: No, I do. I like him. And I like the fact that he's got
2: common sense, a bit of
1: moral fibre and a kind yeah. of a no, I'm not.
2: I'm so glad that scene ended ended the way it did, actually. I'm not just, he said not, what
1: did he say? Not all 20 year olds are just out for the same
2: no, but thing, yeah, also the that fact good. that he wasn't stupid.
1: Yeah. But if yeah. I was
2: Rory, I would have just said, JW is my boss. My boss texts me all the time, it's a nightmare. And I've got quite a, quite an intense relationship with my boss. Mm. I would have just lied, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, maybe, yeah. I, but maybe I, he doesn't want to lie. Maybe he does no. really like.
2: Yeah, but that's why I felt like this week was, I just don't know, I thought I had really interesting relations. Everything has slightly feels to me like everything's got slightly more complicated everything's twisted a bit like you know Jill leaving the family home Mm. and sort of you you know it's sort of it's everything's like rebooting in a way and then the the complicated relationship with Rory and Julianne that's now become really interesting and Jolene and Fallon having that um amazing (laughs) it's sort of like become much more real in a way do you think you think yeah I I I genuinely last week I loved last week and I loved this week because everything everything felt um a bit fresh I think
1: well everyone's saying what a good everyone on the emails is saying what a good week it's been I'm really enjoying it at the moment
2: it's because things have I don't know like just become that little bit more
1: and there's also lots of storylines bubbling along at once so we're not all focused on one because when it was when it was the Chelsea Ben thing, it became a bit Helen and Rob in I that we agree. were like Ooh, and when we weren't there, we were worrying what's happening when we weren't yeah. there. You know. And also
2: and that's the thing, but these this this type these type of little storylines you can totally believe as well. Leonard, mm. you know, they're just sort of tensions, aren't they, between relationships, yeah. which is the, which is just obviously it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But um yeah, so I I liked, I li- I re- I'm I, i really enjoying Paul being in the show.
1: Me too. Yes, and Um, he's a good addition. And now, especially now, he's toned down a bit.
2: But then my uh, my 11-year-old was listening. She doesn't listen to the actors, but it happened to be on when she was listening. And then she said, oh, why didn't they kiss? And I said, oh, because he, he thinks he's in another relationship. And she was like, who's JW? And I was like, his girlfriend and then she was like he's got a girlfriend but he was gonna get. and then it then it just got, i was like i don't want to i just i can't, just end this conversation do you not have homework
1: to do anyway <laughs> did you put those shoes back we'll go and do that <laughs> it
2: suddenly made me think God, actually the arches is quite messy yeah. because they um wouldn't you because even julianne was like yeah I mean I really enjoy the sex, but the rest of it is like, and I was like, Oh, I know oh, golly. <laughs> oh I got a bit hot and flustered when she said that because I was like, I forgot yeah, we don't
1: talk about
2: her I say really it just
0: sucked her
2: toes <laughs> but also then it made me think I think that's the thing this this week has really made me think, and like so he must like Julianne, because if they're if they've been in a sexual relationship for a now it's been a while, hasn't it? mm. He's obviously attracted... To, oh, I don't know
1: how He's was. 19.
2: She just can make, can make his... Can mm. Without him necessarily being attracted. Well, she must be an attractive woman. Mm. Is, can boys just get an erection even if they don't fancy the girl?
1: <laughs> I don't know. How old are you and why are you asking me this? <laughs> <laughs> You've got four children.
2: <laughs> but he must... If they are having a good sex life, which we haven't heard from him that he's not... Mm because not so long ago it sounded like he was the one falling for her
1: Mhm. yeah no that was i stick to my guns on that oh, yeah. that was Go him on. trying to persuade himself because oh, okay yeah because ben had accused him of being a prostitute yeah he'd said no i'm not this is a proper relationship and then he and had it- to then because he'd said it and realized the massive gulf between what he'd said and what actually the case was he then had to sort of in oh, his yeah. head try and pretend that it was
2: and almost get verification from mm. her that it was, yeah. She
1: is, ooh, she's she is, really unpleasant.
2: She is, but again, I thought that she argued the case. She, I ended up thinking, yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> actually, Julianne, you're, yeah, oh, this contract is fine. I'm getting loads out of it, you're getting, we're oh, we're all happy. Yeah, but... Here.
1: If that's the case, why was she repeatedly messaging him yesterday?
2: Yeah, no, totally. But but that's but but they. She is a great character in that her she's so powerful, isn't she? Mm-hmm. That yeah. I I was going. Yeah, too right. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah no shut way. up, Ross. Get up on with it. Drop <laughs> your trousers. Yeah. Come on, Rory. Go and look at all. The, what, what what have you got to lose except your pants every night? Yeah. But but yeah. they but. The trouble is, I think you're right, though. It's funny what you said about that they're never having fun because oh. every time we hear them, it's in a stilted yeah. situation. it's like an
1: eight-born hotel <laughs> breakfast. It's like clink, 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 <laughs> clink, clink. And you just is. think, oh,
2: my God. And they. Both How's
1: your salmon? And- <laughs> oh, it's delicious. As I'm and- looking forward to the sex later. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, as am I. Yes,
2: It's the most rigid sort of Yeah.
1: Sex. But that, it's Tuesday, didn't... Rory. You know what happens on a Tuesday. <laughs> I, know
2: that. I feel like I want to know more about their sex life. Ooh, like, I want to know we... a lot less. <laughs> because we don't really... Or I want to hear... I don't know, like, it's... Or, all we hear is her going through the diary and yeah. then they make a reference to something...
1: Staying like, over somewhere or something like over. that. Yeah.
2: But she makes such a good... I think she's a great... Mm. Great character because she makes such a good well, transfer. Sort of, for...
1: You sort of wonder, because I don't know how, how rude we can be on this show because I know that there's small children.
2: Um, small children, babies in particular.
1: Yes. okay. Put, with the, a,
2: Babies, Put problem. a dummy in your ears. Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 <laughs> la. Um. can't some rude words.
1: Sexual. Yeah,
2: um, so well, this scene has a sexual... Um, Scenes of
1: mind? an upsetting nature.
2: <laughs> Seems of an upsetting nature. Cooper, look away now.
1: There's a there's a there's a tendency, I think, mm, to yeah. think of the relationship as her being the boss in all areas. So therefore, yeah. is it some sort of domination thing? Yeah. Is it some sort of you know very very power and control relationship, sort of BDSM or whatever? Or is it um, kind of because when <laughs> Older ladies, higher gigalos, it's the, the, the gentleman's enjoyment is often quite far behind in priority that of the lady. So, um, uh, yeah,
2: that's what I was wondering. Yes, yeah, when I was thinking, it all depends
1: what the deal is, as she said, yeah. and you know, yes, all that.
2: Is she getting a lot more out of it than he is? Mm. Yes, I think we're thinking the same yes. thing, Lucy. Yes. Are you thinking it's quite far down? Yes. Yes. I he comes that. quite
1: far down the
2: list. <laughs> he comes where? In where? Far down.
1: <laughs> really far down.
2: <laughs> well, that's why, not that I've been thinking about Rory's all <laughs> week, but I was thinking in the event that he doesn't isn't super turned on it doesn't really matter yeah because no
1: one's getting pregnant that's what we're saying
2: (laughs) that would be the ultimate twist oh my god gets pregnant ben adopts the baby and jazza brings it up it's just that's going to be the ultimate twist Uh, okay. Well, anyway, good thing we've covered. Got a bit covered warm her. now. Can, but I, we...
1: <laughs> I lit the fire before. I'm not sure I need it now.
2: Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but there was a lot of because then there was, then there was the Fallon. Um, yes. And Georgie. Watch me breathing out, oh Neil
1: and Georgie. <laughs> I actually
2: thought any male listener, of any orientation listening yeah. to this episode is going to be a little bit excited by.
1: Yes, I think Jeff nearly passed out.
2: <laughs> he said to of... me.
1: He said to me. Can you do Fallon's voice? And I said no. And he went,
0: "Oh, <laughs> she's shame. Di-
2: she's hard. She's she, well. No, well let, oh, God. She is
0: difficult. She's,
2: she's unique mm. in her sexiness, isn't she? Mm. But when she touched his diaphragm or whatever she did, she, I think everybody gulped. Yeah. <laughs> she was really playing that, wasn't she? She really
1: was. She got that. She got the whole. She got." Sexy, sexy. Not just sexy voice. She got sexy, sexy voice on. He
2: did even the way she was sort of like heavy breathing with Do Neil. Do you see what
1: <laughs> I'm doing with my chest, Neil? And Neil went, <laughs> "I think he just fell over." You're right down there, Neil. I
2: thought that was a genius week, and also in that episode, as a as, side of the um, brilliant one-to-one vocal. What did you call it? Vocal sex. Coral no. sex. Coral sex. Of, of course it's not vocal sex. <laughs> Coral sex. Yeah, that's why you're the comedy writer. Um, <laughs> no, there was a nice little touch in that scene, Lucy, where Eddie said to George, you go and apologise to Neil because you really yeah. were, you've really... And I wanted to give Eddie a big yeah. hug and applause and the script writers because usually that never happens yeah you know like usually the character of neil or whoever it is is just left to be disappointed yeah but the fact that the other granddad said do not treat your granddad like that i was so happy to hear that yes
1: yes i really like that and i thought (laughs) george is not getting that from will because george is a bit spoiled because everyone's trying to compensate for the fact that you know he had a somewhat confused upbringing in about eight mothers. So,
2: who's my dad? Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, look, it's it's probably a Grundy. Just, you're just a, is that not good enough, George? Blimey!
2: It's me and my sister. Can I? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, and he's not getting th- those boundaries from anywhere else. He's not getting that respect from anywhere else, except the unlikely figure of Eddie.
2: <laughs> but also, now he's got a, a a Julianne figure in the figure of Fallon, mm. she might, you know, tame him in a way.
1: Well, there was... Um, and d- d- there's always somebody on Twitter that, that's like, you know, the outlier that comes up with the most <laughs> peculiar interpretation of a storyline and everyone just goes, w- uh, w- yeah, I mean, it could, Yeah. Limey, thinking, where did that come from? But about three different people said Fallon, don't get left on your own with him. Because <gasps> no. if you reject if if he tries it on and you reject him, he's exactly the sort of little tick that would then say
2: Fallon tried on Fallon
1: tried it thing. on, yeah.
2: I don't think that's gonna happen. I think it's just always gonna be played for the laughs. Yeah, I hope be- so. Because I don't think she was meant to be <laughs> Sounds so seductive. <laughs> I think we were just supposed to believe yeah. George was thinking that, but she was basically playing the voice that George was hearing in yes. his head, wasn't yeah. she? <laughs> Let and me take really my top funny. off, Georgie,
1: and then you'll be able to see my chest moving <laughs> <laughs> even clearer. Click, clearer, clearer.
2: Tell me more about Joe, Joe Kenji, Joe Kenji, Joe <laughs> what? Oh, what? Joe <laughs> Kenji. I looked up when, that when he rapper. said I, could, I couldn't
1: actually hear the. Because of. <laughs> it I, was so funny. The, the, I could, in the chorus, that gave me an opportunity to hear it, Georgie. Otherwise, it was just swearing and talking had, about uh, <laughs> your wallet and Ferraris. I, yes, I had
2: to look it up because I felt there were quite a lot of musical references, mm. all real ones. this But week, you are then, down
1: with the ute, Harriet. So I'm you should with, know all this.
2: Yeah, because I'm all over Olivia Rodriguez. Yes. Queen Olivia Rodriguez. I think anyway, it's
1: Rodrigo. Well,
2: whatever. Whatever. That's I because
1: just... I am actually down. No, I, am,
2: root I root. am. I am. Like, I can I literally, am. I can do you want me to play something from my playlist. No, thank you. I'm going to anyway. Okay. I anyway, thought you would. I, I, lo- I looked up, um, what's his name? Joe Kenji. Joe Kenji.
1: <laughs> you tell me.
2: And I watched Peter his video, Lucy, on YouTube. It's called Kill Cupid, is one of his okay. big songs featuring snot featuring snot snot is the other artist involved snot. in the making of that song so just thought you'd you
1: sure it's not s not or something
2: it the actually the s is like a dollar sign <laughs> <laughs> it it's not let's not kid ourselves <laughs> that sounds
1: like the sort of band that the young ones would have made
2: <laughs> yes it is exactly that isn't it
1: Snot. <laughs> oh i like this one i've got this yeah
2: it's a brilliant song yeah i genuinely but i only listen to her obviously because my girls do but i really do genuinely like all her songs yeah and yeah it was just quite sweet all those sort of references yeah who was the one that the boys loved diana ross that their mums liked
1: yeah the supremes yeah
2: the supremes yeah Yeah. that was quite sweet though wasn't it that That um, they both yeah that they both i really liked that yeah all of that was good and then
1: and then if if they get together properly yeah then rory can have another mummy Mm. can't he
2: oh oh, because she'd be such a nice she would she'd be lovely and then alistair can be his other daddy yes oh cute yeah so should we make that yeah, let's make mm. it happen. But then I'm, but I, I am really um, following with interest the Julianne thing. Yes,
1: she's going to go postal, isn't she?
2: Well, I think he's just not going to split up with her, is he? And then then he'll get together with Paul, and then it all come all come out. Somehow. Paul will be appalled, Some...
1: though. App- Paul appalled. Would be appalled. Yeah.
2: No, because another good thing about Julianne that's what makes her so nasty, but but powerful which is what I like, is that um, when she sort of went, oh, Rory, I don't give a shit if you leave me. And then he was like, oh, you know, like, she's so good. But yes, she's
1: good at saying it, but if you don't need somebody, you don't ring them every 10 minutes.
2: No, I know. But that, again, that's part of her power play, isn't it? Mm. Like, she's just always got her talons in him all the time.
1: Mm. Yeah. Excuse me, the creeps.
2: Um, but then, you know, as, as, and then I thought the week can't get any better. And then they did. Oh yeah. Because I, you know, when Jolene was having a love in with Jill and going off in the car to her to see Leonard, which was weird, wasn't it? (laughs) Did they go to the old people's home?
1: Leonard's not in an old people's home.
2: No, where did they go though to see Leonard? Where he lived. And she dropped in. Yeah. But where does he live?
1: Oh, he lives. Um, oh, somebody said on Twitter. It's not Borchester, but it's outside Borchester. Because in somewhere. my
2: head, he's still sort of hanging around the laurels with his wife, who's obviously died now, hasn't she? Yeah. But
1: no, he, no, 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 no. He's He lives in a place. <laughs> he lives in a oh, place. Oh, okay. So he's, yeah. he's
2: got... Well, why couldn't Jill go and live there?
1: Well, that's what everyone said.
2: Right. Okay. Mm. I'm behind the Twitter
1: this mm. week. There is absolutely no reason why she couldn't go and no, live No, exactly.
2: Mm. And I like the fact that she went to Jolene and Kenton and not Lizzie. Um, With all uh, her Christmas
1: pudding ingredients.
2: (laughs) That is so funny. Can you imagine if on the first day your mother-in-law is like, right, I'm making Christmas puddings. And you're like, I I just got to make some sandwiches for the... uh, No, clear the side, please. Uh, Okay, okay, sure.
1: You have to steam the bloody things for six hours.
2: Oh, I just, honestly, I'd have... That's what, but I loved the fact that Jolene was so pious because that is what's great about mm. Jolene. She was like charity, 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 and then she was just a diva, wasn't she? And such, <laughs> I, I, absolutely loved her big-headed ego yeah. diveness. With you're Ballon. talking to
1: the Lily of Leighton <laughs> Cross.
2: I, you were in an amateur rock band, but I think you'll find actually ma'am, we were quite good uh, 7 out of 10 but that was oh my god it was brilliant that mm. scene between Jolene and Fallon and after I- you had gone from oh I can't believe we both had the same idea <laughs> that
1: same- what do you mean you are doing it as well because no,
2: no. <laughs> when Jolene set, originally said about her idea yeah. I was like of course it's going to be a choir, yeah. because then it's going to clash. Of, but then it yeah. all became the sort of charity, charity, let's put the fire on for the poor people sort of thing. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, no, it's not the choir. And then it was the choir, and I'm so happy that there's going to be a clash of choirs. <laughs> the choir-off is brilliant. Yeah. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm so happy about that. I'm just
1: happy there's not another flipping pantomime.
2: Yeah, me too. Mm. A, two choir, well, And also it means, presumably they are recording some... Cool choir stuff because mm. I listening to the Barchester Chronicles or whatever on Boxing Day in on Radio mm. Four is so boring, but actually some nice choir music, yeah, one with like a bit of youth in it, yeah, yep. and then another one slightly older, yeah, it's going to be good.
1: I think you'll find that's actually a bit patronising, Harriet.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> But I just am patronising.
1: <laughs> no, 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 but that's what she said, wasn't it? She oh, said yeah, to Fallon.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. I and it was the way Fallon said it. Yeah. So. And we'll have, we'll have some of do... the
1: geriatrics there, mum. No, like you. It's like, like,
2: fine. Well, you could do a solo. <laughs> Maybe you
1: You'd like that, solo. wouldn't you? Yeah. Yes. Solo. On your own. Yes. <laughs> Put your cardigan on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was great. Um, also, I didn't tell you this week when I was doing a. Um, I've signed all sorts of things, so I can't really talk about it. But I was doing a computer game, and my character was in a fight. Mm. And and they were like, oh, well, we'll play the opposing um, voice into you. You know, like, they'd already mm. recorded that opposing voice. And my fight opponent was Leonard. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm not joking. He was who I, my character was fighting. You for. had to thump Leonard. I had to thump Leonard. It was all quite playful, because it's quite a sort of fun game. But
1: did you have to Leonard? go, uh...
2: Uh, yeah uh, I, I, like yeah I, I basically Smashed him to the ground
1: yeah. You cow
2: In a sort of fun kind of way Lizzie Oh yeah so, smashing you know, an old
1: man to the ground it, That's really I, I, fun I, I didn't have
2: a massive like um, uh, crossbow
1: You didn't have an axe or anything
2: Didn't have anything There was no I don't think there was blood Okay, But it was still a bit weird When they played the voice <laughs> And I went Oh I, <laughs> Hello Lennon Oh sorry I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that <laughs> But what fun!
1: Did he ask for? Did he say he'd pay in cash and ask for half a shandy? With the rumors. Um, no, I'll have a large top.
3: <laughs>
2: but anyway, that was very funny. Oh, how funny! And David, why are you paying for New Zealand? You oh, dick! For you dick, sake. dick! You just say no. You just don't. You just don't give the money. You stupid. Do you know man. what v- Vince?
1: <laughs> This Vince just wants somebody to thump him.
2: He just wants attention. He's just a massive attention seeker.
1: He just wants someone to thump him, and then he can either go to hospital or have a little thump back. So. Maybe he should be fighting Leonard, not you. Who knows? But <laughs> well, that's the
2: thing. He he's one of those people that just goes, just pokes and pokes. Yeah. Until you do punch him. Yeah. Because that's what he's. And, and that
1: that was good that Tracy got in the in the oh, way yeah, and great. said, "Don't no no no." He, yeah. want, he that's what he wants, but. He desperately, he's he's just reaching around for for more things that he can think of to try and provoke David. So the next thing is going to be, I want to sleep in between (laughs) you and Ruth. (laughs) I want to marry... David,
2: just see, yes. We've got to get him off our back. And I mean, literally off our back, off my back. Get him off my back. I
1: don't know how your sister did it. He's crushing me, David. (laughs)
2: Guys, nice. can you keep the noise down? A yeah. bit? I'm trying to get off with Russ here. Oh my god! I loved it. I think I loved this week. I think I think him the,
1: the the most pathetic bit of toxic masculinity I've ever seen was Vince traveling to go and sit in an empty pub on a wet Wednesday, where in a village where everyone hates him. Just in that, just, it was literally just so that he could pick a fight with someone.
2: But why doesn't he go to New Zealand with Lizzie or give it to Steph or... Yeah, you know, like exactly. so, yeah. I mean, there is obviously there's no logic, yeah. but it's and like...
1: and even David said he's getting the money back anyway. So we were like,
2: exactly. So why are you paying him? At all you banana? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Please make sure the toilet. <laughs> Maybe they did it so fast yeah. that time. David Terms and really conditions know. apply. Yeah. No
2: breaking up with partners. That doesn't count. No getting other people pregnant. See in store for details. <laughs> uh, yes, that's all it was a good say. week. It was a great week. I didn't Thank dread you. listening
1: at any any no, evening.
2: Exactly. That's and that comes back to it's no big horrible storyline. Yeah. It's just yeah, quite believable. It was like um, rubbing
1: your hands with glee. Ooh, what's going to happen?
2: <laughs> the only slightly weird thing I thought was Paul and Lizzie's chat. When he was like Paul was just really moaning onto her and she was a bit like, All right. <laughs> I Are don't need your life story. Yeah, exa- exactly I'm making for like you're the 30 seconds. Thing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but suddenly she was really inv- everyone was so invested in Paul and Rory's relationship. Yeah. And they barely know Paul. They ne- they they've never ever spoken to Rory, most of them. So it was a bit weird. Well, poor
1: old Denise was the sodding vet nurse there for about fifteen years. (laughs) We only got to know her in the last fifteen minutes before she left. And now her son's here, and it's like, you know, he's like the second coming. Everyone's all over him.
2: (laughs) I think we all know what's going to happen at that Christmas party. Yes, we do. I think. There's gonna be a bit of mistletoe, and it's not gonna be Paul and weary snugging under it, is (laughs) it? Um, but it's all good fun.
1: It was. Shall we Shall we hear what our listeners... Yes,
2: please.
1: Uh, Jake says, Well, Jill can take her attitude and shove it up her bumhole. <laughs> I remain certain you will have much better and lovely people to explain this. I still say bumhole. <laughs> I came for the archers, but stay for the pastry and the need for the trousers to take home, he says. <laughs> um, Gethin Bennett says... I write, finding myself amazed that I've been a loyal listener of The Archers for over a decade. I resisted listening for years, turning off Radio 4 when I heard the theme tune when driving home. Now there's not a Sunday that I don't find myself listening to the Omnibus as I iron shirts for the week ahead. Lots of people use it to iron too.
2: Oh, great thing to iron too. Not that. Oh, what am I talking about? I don't even have an iron, but I can imagine if this, you're into that. <laughs>
1: this routine has been an event of great solace. I did relent once when I woke to the, uh, when I awoke to the fury of Helen wielding the knife to Rob. It is now only bettered by having discovered your podcast. Like any oh, dedicated nice. archer's listener, I have recruited an acolyte, Sarah Henton, and she has now been recruited to your podcast. Hello, Sarah. Yay. I love your recaps and thoughts, although I don't agree with your contempt for Ben and his support of Chelsea, and I look forward to, hear, to your ramblings as much as the omnibus itself. Ramblings, Gethin, how very dare you? Um, yes, I don't think
2: Ben we, is controversial, isn't it?
1: Yes, we weren't. We weren't holding Ben in contempt for his support of Chelsea. We were holding him in contempt
2: of being annoying,
1: for being annoying, and and just too much his, on the radio, his <laughs> obsessive. <laughs> need to keep everyone talking about him rather than chelsea who was actually having the termination
2: and who's fine
1: and who's absolutely fine and probably still cutting everybody's hair um now you know michael michael gorman from um from from uh the the agatha christie he's not but he is an amazingly famous librarian
2: yes so yeah so we thought no so Yeah, he just happens to be called Michael Gorman. We thought he was Michael Gorman. From Bertram's Hotel. From
1: Bertram's Hotel.
2: But was he Michael Gorman who has had the uncle who... Is that... Michael Gorman is an older listener? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not not the one
1: with the older... Not the one with the uncle. No. Okay,
2: no. No. no.
1: Someone else... Who was it? Alison, I think... Messaged us and said, Oh my god, Michael Gorman is really, really famous. He's like g- librarian god. Yes. King yes, of the librarians he is. Right. And he's in Wikipedia and everything.
2: Yes, that's right. You showed me. Yes. Yeah, like and, and, and has like got there's is um it's a really, really fascinating Wikipedia page. Yeah. Because before you were like a librarian as a librarian. Then you go on that Wikipedia page and go, oh my God, that's what librarianism is.
1: He is the king of librarians and all other librarians have to give him gold bookmarks when they see him.
2: Yeah, you don't just, it doesn't mean checking someone's book out. No. It means like principles by which to live your life. Yes. To run society by.
1: Yeah. Anyway. He's emailed us about the
2: archers. (laughs) Not with a a late ticket.
1: He says, The nickname for the great state of Minnesota is Land of 10,000 Lakes. That means there is an ample sufficiency of obscure, out-of-the-way bodies of water for a group of archers desperados to have taken Titchener for a final swim after fitting him with cement shoes. Uh, That's because last week's uh, uh, listener said... Uh, we don't he didn't go to uh, he didn't get because everyone says oh Rob Titchener's gone to Canada and she said no 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 yeah. he, went, he actually went to Minnesota
2: and I wanted to do like a little montage of her life mm. I still do maybe I will one day
1: um now
2: so thanks Michael Gorman yes so That means there's one famous person listening to our yeah. podcast yes! if anyone else is famous yeah uh, um, Tom Cruise text me
1: you out there <laughs>
4: in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: Uh, Lonnie Behar says, from New York, says, oh, yes. who we know as Witherspoon. Oh, yes
2: says oh, I just know I only know him as Witherspoon yeah I prefer the other name why can't he just be Lonnie uh so
1: he's gone off Twitter but he said he was because normally he, he messages on Twitter he's talking about Jill he just said three words frontotemporal lobe dementia he said basically she's got uh, yeah she's developed dementia and that explains the angriness um but yes, that would explain the rapid. I mean, she's always been a bit snippy, but this is rapid mm. kind of um, horribleness, isn't it?
2: Although, on the other hand, we haven't like since since her big flouncing off. You know, she's been out and about with Jolene, and nobody said, "Oh, she seems different." It's just all about the the stubbornness.
1: Mm. Yeah, so and the it, I, and I the. Think I, it's it's stubbornness and it's still the rivalry with ruth
2: yeah i'm actually less worried about her being ill than i was uh, at the start of the week because they haven't they haven't they haven't referred to anything other than her being a bit of a bitch
1: yeah yeah um this is helen sherwood and you know, you remember last week we were talking about internships and people getting opportunities through internships, yeah. but only if their yeah. parent had a grand like, going. Like Rory or, yeah. or if
2: they're sleeping with an older woman. Yeah, yeah. who
1: are you? <laughs> um, I, she says, Helen Sherwood says, I was thoroughly appalled, though sadly not surprised, by Lucy's revelation that people are still offering out internships as prizes in raffle, raffles. I've spent the last eight years championing the massive advantages of placements and internships. Um, I'm now at Hayes Talent Solutions as their early career solutions manager. The industry as a whole pushes for equity to enable everyone access to opportunities and ensure that the best talent is available, not just the entitled. Plenty of organisations out there, such as the 93% Club, are doing their bit. Um, Jill Archer, she says, Her voice is very old now. There's been a real change in it and it sounds as though she's fading fast so it wouldn't surprise me if they killed off the character very soon while still in family feud mode and the story persists for many a year with Ruth being blamed. Totally get the she's old, just ignore it approach but equally from Ben's position it sounds just as though you agree with it if you're not prepared to defend him being maligned like that, poor kid. Now why no one actually tells the whole story to either Mince or Jill that Chelsea was just being a nice supportive friend that consoled him when he was on a break and that Ben had massively supported and offered to unconditionally support any choice that Chelsea made, which is far more than most would ever do, is beyond me. Uh, the approach get both, Helen
2: down to Brookfield. The approach she's mediating.
1: <laughs> the approach both Ben and Chelsea took was so brilliant and shows them both in very good character curious how Kenton copes and no one has mentioned any mobility issues for Jill 90 something getting up the stairs is hardly believable but could there be some challenges for accessibility in the ball that ultimately results in Jill's demise demise oh falling down the stairs onto a Christmas pudding imagine that um I'm loving the pool scenes but agree that it's a bit off to assume that every gay character will be instantly attracted to the other ones I'm hoping that Brad doesn't Uh, lose Oliver's trust with the Hunt Bulls shenanigans and Mia doesn't lead him astray after all that is surely what the truly horrid George's role is yes I really don't want that to happen because it would just be terrible for all of them
2: but but Brad should it's it's probably next week isn't it that he's going off on the thing so as long as the the,
1: the maths thing yeah
2: yeah but it's coming up isn't it so yeah as long as he actually gets on it, then I don't mind if they have a falling out after.
1: I but. love the... I, we forgot to talk about... You know, um, Oliver said, oh, I've booked you a hotel and whatever. Oh, yeah, but
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I have visions of all the other students, you know, sleeping in, in halls whatever, <laughs> and whatever. and storms. He's booked <laughs> yeah. into some sort of <laughs> boutique Radisson. hotel. What time would you like your morning call, sir?
2: <laughs> Just she tick which newspaper real. you want. <laughs> Um, I know, I hope that I'm, I don't... Well, we didn't hear about it. That didn't have any um, any uh, repercussions this no, week, did it? sort so, of skidded to a halt, that one. Um, but also, as you said, Jill doesn't have any mobility issues because she got herself from Brookfield to, <laughs> to Bull. Well, she
1: dragged a writing Carrying desk bull. with her last time, so at least she only well, had pots and pans crisp, this yeah,
2: time. Yeah, all that mincemeat must be yeah. really heavy. And that's before she's put her knickknacks in, so... <laughs> Yeah, she's doing all right. <laughs>
1: uh, Dorothy King says, I've been listening to you for a few months since my sister stopped listening to The Archers and I didn't have her to talk about it anymore. Oh, to anymore. no. Uh, I've noticed a few romance storylines have been teased and then just dropped and we've not heard any more. <laughs> I count Kirsty and Ardil, Alistair. Yeah, where is Ardell? Yes. Alistair and Denise and my biggest bet Pip and Stella I know some people have said Ruth and Stella but I think Pip is a better candidate and also closer to her in age wonder what Jill will say about that (laughs) I don't think Jill has dementia and I hope the writers don't let her off the hook by taking the story that way she's not unwell she's ignorant and judgmental good on Ruth for letting her have it all the best Dorothy age 27
2: and good on Ruth for not backing down because I thought when her and David made up Ruth was going to go all right. Yeah, oh, she's just an old lady. Let's go on. You know. Yeah. Let's but go. Yeah. Actually, she uh, that that's again makes a character believable, doesn't mm. it? When they just stick to their guns, like I have actually really thought Ruth was great this yeah. week. You know, usually she's great but annoying. Yeah. But she's been. I I love the fact that she's she's being really you know dogmatic about this. Yeah. Is that the right? Is that the right word? Yeah. That was quite. That was
1: quite a, no, she's not. But. Quite, She's not dogmatic in that she's just sticking to it for yeah. no reason just for a, yeah. a, to be stubborn and make a point she's sticking to it because she word? genuinely believes that she's that's the being, correct
2: Yeah what's the word I should have used there
1: Um She's like
2: not committed but she's being really what's it? it's like the, you're sti- you're sticking to your guns yeah, if Anybody wants uh, to write in with Yes that, I don't so. know I
1: don't know <laughs> <laughs> If anybody, what is good with the words, could write in, that would be great. Thanking you. Thank you. Uh, Julie Bacon says, the Rev Julie Julie, says, I don't recall anyone asking Ben what he would have chosen as his desired outcome from the unplanned pregnancy. As soon as he realised that Chelsea was pregnant, he switched admirably into the mode of 100% support for whatever she decided. In the desire to do the right thing, which it was, he hasn't had the chance to process his own wishes or even acknowledge that he might not know what they were. He needs someone to help him realise that it's okay for him to have his own feelings about what happened, which can sit alongside his commitment to Chelsea's right to decide. For Ben, this whole thing has been about loss. Loss of self-understanding, not being the good person he thought he was, and self-esteem. Loss of one particular future as a father, which might not have been the future he expected, but which is now forever a what-if loss of the girlfriend he loves as he seeks to punish himself for what he perceives as his failures. Now, loss of the love of the grandmother he adores, her comments reinforcing his own sense of failure and shame. That's a whole lot of loss for a young person to deal with. He could really do with therapy. Oh,
2: that's true, isn't it? That's a lot of grief as well, isn't it? Oh,
1: Julie, everybody in Ambridge could do with a whole lot of therapy. (laughs) I know children that have had more therapy than all of the adults in Ambridge put together
2: be the best therapist who would be the best person to speak to character oh,
0: yeah, Cal-
2: <laughs> yeah okay yeah all right yeah good good plan i love eleanor Bron. me too so listening anything read by eleanor Braun mm. on audible is just absolutely to download immediately yes
1: whatever it is uh steve barry says uh bearing in mind Harriet's brief impression of a pig having sex perhaps they're not ready for this <laughs> he's suggesting that we aren't not ready for this level of autonomy because Cooper went out and left us unsupervised um <laughs> As regards last week's going on, while I feel that perhaps David could do with his testicles dropping, in his (laughs) defence, perhaps it is worth remembering the old adage that men tend to marry women that remind them in some way of their mothers, which I would suggest doesn't put Ruth in a very good light. (laughs) Being stuck between your wife and your mother, I'm sure is a difficult thing to balance, but when your mother is being so obviously rude to your currently vulnerable son, I would suggest sitting on the fence is no longer an option. I would agree that Jill can hold whatever views she chooses to, and her age may well influence that. But how she expresses that view to others is not excused just because she might die soon. Regard, Steve. Yes.
2: God, I mean everybody's I against Jill, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I agree. She's, she's, she's a, she's been a un, But I do feel, I don't know, I, I'm quite shocked that yeah. everybody is so. You well, I did think wrong, Jill.
1: I think for long-term listeners, they remember how she behaved to Lizzie when Lizzie had right. the abortion. Right. Uh, she wasn't particularly kind to Shula when Shula was having fertility problems. I think she was really unpleasant to Ruth when Ruth first came to Ambridge. Yeah.
2: yeah. She I has definitely. As, yeah. Had she's got form. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got.
1: She's she not fluffy old. She's no. not fluffy old granny.
2: No, that's interesting, isn't it? Because I sort of only really picture mm. her as the cake baking, mm. hooting Jill. But but you're right, she and got... she
1: does every now and again. She does. The reason she's she's got the hooty moniker is because when she disagrees with something, she does give this sort of hoot of derision <laughs> at how ridiculous it is that somebody could possibly think mm. something when it's something she doesn't agree with.
2: I guess when Phil died, then she was sort of cast in a poor not mm. poor jill because she actually managed really well didn't she but but a bit more like then she became the old person mm. sort of what happens isn't it but sometimes?
1: also it was uh, what's making this all the more poignant is that it was her good relationship with ben i think that a lot of people yeah, really like that yeah, cross-generational yeah. thing Beekeeping and all yeah that. and the fact that she's trampled all over that is what makes people think right okay you're gonna have it in the neck now we're not holding back
2: oh just go to Jolene's, I can't do Jill's voice for love nor money but
1: <laughs> you don't have basically. to do a voice you just have to go woo <laughs> is...
2: <laughs> woo well it's changed now anyway hasn't it yes. <clears throat> like that
1: um, this is from Emma who says hearing Harriet speak of her excitement at the Hunt Ball and how she almost <laughs> felt as though she were going herself reminded me of a similar moment that, several years back when Chris and Alice tied the knot unexpectedly in Las Vegas then later held a wedding party in Ambridge to celebrate the event. The party was slated for the Friday episode, and I spent the week looking forward to it in a slightly weird way for a pretend party on the radio. My sense of vicarious excitement soared when I overheard a colleague saying she was taking that same day off to travel to a
3: wedding party.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I love the podcast almost more than The Archers itself, she says. That's very nice, Emma, but it would be a bit pointless to, to listen to this without listening to The Archers.
2: It depends Arches on the week. Though, it does really, end, yes. To be honest, for yeah. both things. So there you
1: go. You're not alone. You found a fellow loony in Emma. You Good. can look forward to parties on the radio Good. that are uh, pretend.
2: I wish there was more uh, party events in Ambridge that I looked forward to. There's not enough black. There aren't enough black tie. Black t- yes, that's what you
1: really liked, isn't it? I want
2: a black tie. I hope the uh, vet's party is a bit more classy than I'm. Oh imagining God, I shouldn't it think be. so. It'd be
1: karaoke, <laughs> won't it?
2: Oh my God.
1: Well, when Ardil comes back from the dead and actually starts, putting <laughs> yeah, you some... right
2: when Linda unlocks him from his yeah. That room? Yeah.
1: When he puts up some plywood <laughs> shutters on Gay Grables and then reopens it as a spa? Or <laughs> oh yeah, it is.
2: we've com- we've completely forgotten yeah. about all that.
1: Uh, then uh, you know maybe there'll be a grand opening and you can go to that.
2: Yay! Oh, I can't
1: you can go with that, Emma. Obviously. You can go together. it oh, be lovely. It'd be lovely. Yeah.
3: Really nice. Really nice. Nice.
1: Uh, this is from Minnie, who right, says, Minnie. "I didn't expect to email this week because I've been very behind on these last two weeks, but the teacher strike in Scotland has provided me with an opportunity to spend a full morning <laughs> listening to the archers." <laughs> Minnie, I think you're probably supposed to be doing the work that they'd set you. But anyway, I was very surprised to realise that there doesn't seem to have been a mention of the World Cup yet. But correct me if I'm wrong. I would think that Ambridge would be watching England play at least because my school managed to shut down the whole Glasgow school internet and all of the iPads by watching the World Cup excessively. And wow. Scotland didn't even make the tournament. <laughs> God, wow. Wow. Um, Paul's mention of Olivia Rodrigo really, really, really annoyed me this week because she would <laughs> because not it's for say. old
2: people like us. <laughs> yes.
1: Because she would not say it's brutal out there. She would say it's brutal out here because she <gasps> is in said brutal work, world, place. Get it right, writers. Oh, anyway. This
2: is, this is why we love the young people yeah. writing in Lucy.
1: Because it makes us feel ancient. (laughs) Anyway, all that's left to say is that Jilly's a right twat and I'm starting (laughs) to like Ruth. And, of course, it wasn't going to be the end of Mince. He was vile in the ball on Wednesday. Yes, he was. Really, really unpleasant. And also quite pitiful.
2: Yeah, but also, where's Lizzie? Where's Lizzie going, don't be a dick? Stop
1: being a tit, yeah.
2: And that's my brother that you're threatening. Yeah, She's lame Lizzie because she just ignores Vince mm. most of the time doesn't she yeah she, she just wants- he's like
0: a
1: sort of old dog just stumping along behind her and when she gets fed up she just shuts the door on him
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and dreams of a better world yeah
1: I'm going to get a puppy go away Vince he's hopping my leg again
2: oh have a shower at least darling you stink <laughs> um, um yes right yes Daniel
1: Everett
2: hi hey Dan
1: Hello Lucy, Harriet, Cooper, Jeff, Mum, Auntie Joe, and Jill if Jolene's kicked her out to you guys. I apologise for my brother's remarks. I don't know what he's on. He's been preaching Rella Stooth since Stella came in. I think it's very clear that George has a crush on Fallon, although what they'll gain from it seems a bit odd. I thought George was actually quite a rounded character this week. Denise returning. I think Paul and Rory are really good together. I also think they're laying on the gay a bit thick, but I don't know. We have... We have, oh, we have patronised, and so we'll be seeing you wow. at the Crimbo Bash. Oh I will be coming God. as Brad, Lucy. he says. <laughs> from Danny Leverett. Lucy,
2: this party I am genuinely looking forward to. Yes. Even more than the Hunt Ball.
1: Our, but we are we are having a cocktail party with our Patreons on the 21st of uh, December. And well, you, is, that, is that official now? Yes,
2: yes. Have you put the date out there? Yes. To the Patreons? Yes. Can they come? yes. Oh, great.
1: <laughs> and they're dressing up Yes, uh, Steve so is coming as Sabrina Thwaite yeah, Which will be brilliant. a challenge for everybody uh, I'm coming as Brian Aldridge I think
2: um, <laughs> I'm coming as Rob I think just...
1: Jeff is coming as Febreze I don't know why <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually don't know who to come as yet oh, Go away <laughs> mm. I could do a come? voice instead of dressing up
1: you're going to so do voices got... anywhere. You can't stop. Oh,
2: but I've only got like pirate costumes and... <laughs> <laughs> and like wigs, but you know, like kids' ones. Oh, like Elsa. I could be Elsa or a pirate um, or a gruffalo. Couldn't you be but... Kate Aldridge? Yeah, yeah just I could. wear something tie-dyed yeah. and... and just do vocal fry. Sure. Yeah, and, okay. and
1: put funny colors in your hair.
2: Oh, that's actually do face paint, couldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll get the kids to do it. Okay. Okay. But oh, okay,
1: do CND. <laughs> Face but I everyone. might
2: not come as Kate. Okay. And come okay. as something because it's it might it. I feel like it might be quite hard to tell what people <laughs> come as. <laughs> I feel like we might have to tell each other what we've come yes, as. Yes, I think about. that's it, probably a good it's idea. It's not as obvious as going as Sandy and Danny from Greece, is it? No, not really. No, no. no.
1: no. Um. Uh. James sorry, Everett, bigger Tom, brother.
2: Anyway, look forward to seeing you there. Great.
1: Of Dan says. It's James coming too? Uh, I don't know. He says, I am the sole member of the newly formed Pip Archer fan club and ex-Ambridge-on-the-couch ex- WhatsApp group member due to Pipgate. Oh, dear. He's been <laughs> oh, expelled no. from the group. <laughs> oh, no. I feel the need to defend my opinion on Pip as most people seem very confused. I'm a big fan. Uh, which I know may seem a bit strange. When I started listening, I tuned in on and off, depending on how interesting I found the story. One of the first stories featured Brookfield and since then, I've always felt a connection with the Brookfield lot, mainly Ruth and Pip. I've always enjoyed their talks about cows and milking duty. (laughs) James, what was wrong? All in all, I like Pip. She is by far the best Brookfield offspring. She's honest and upfront with people, maybe to a fault, and hardworking. She's great with cows. (laughs) crap with children he hasn't put that as me and should naturally run brookfield when she and stella get together what's not to love i have genuinely never come across anybody that likes pip
2: or is that is that intrigued by the cows yeah lovely your affinity with cows i hope james is
1: coming to the christmas thing because i want to get a good look at james
2: he's coming with pip
1: yeah oh yeah (laughs) Uh, and Joe O'Leary says, Hello, you three and Cooper. Well, nephew James, brother of Drive-By Dan, caused a jaw-dropping moment last week. Pip! It's not <laughs> quite caused Brooker-style ructions, but close. But I concede he did have a point about Ruth. What a time for Seller to reappear. Cheerio, David. Yes. That really would be the end of Jill. And speaking of people reappearing, we desperately need Jenny Darling back to help Rory extricate himself from JW. Perhaps when Lizzie dumps Vince, they can pair up instead. A good way to minimize the misery for the rest of humanity. Loving the new dulcet tones of Lucy's mic. Yay! The Lizzie. resident archers refuse, Nick, has made no comments this week about, quote, that woman with the voice, quote, <laughs> which is praise indeed. Oh, that's me, alarm again. Uh, bravo, James and Dan's Auntie Jo. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, being that woman with the voice.
0: <laughs> well,
1: what
2: does it say about
1: you? It, it just says that woman with, <laughs> he's just, that woman with the voice. But you, I mean, it, you are that woman with the voices. No, I presume. but your
2: voice does, it's definitely more dulcet. And we're hoping that this week it'll be louder.
1: So we're ideally imagine, I'm going to sound like Betty thingy oh, from um, Round the hall. Well,
2: it, the, the microphone makes a sexier voice,
1: that's mm. for sure. Maybe that's what Fallon was using.
2: I <laughs> wish she's got a bit of an accent. Um, what's your alarm then? What are you supposed oh. to be taking or where are you supposed to be going at 10pm on a Friday
1: night? <sighs> <laughs> uh, um, the dog has is very, very poorly. Dog. The oh, dog is very, very poorly and I'm he's sorry. got a ruptured eardrum and he's deaf oh, in one ear and he's God. in a hell of a lot of pain. Oh, bless. So
2: It's his drugs.
1: Uh, he He's basically off his nuts. He has to have... He's taking two different sorts of tranquilizer and sedative to stop it hurting, plus all the medicine to actually fix what's wrong. Oh, gosh. So he's, as Jeff put it, he's, he's uh, tasting colours at the minute. <laughs> he's... <laughs> Spending a lot of time staring at the birds because they move oh, quite fast. And I think he's sort bless. of like, whoa, what's going on? Um, <laughs> so the alarms are to remind me to give him his last lot of medicine before bed.
2: Oh, don't forget. No. Do you want to do it now? But bless Does him. Take we, a while?
1: we let him out for a wee yesterday and he just stood there swaying gently in the breeze. <laughs> then tripped up the steps <laughs> and sort of came out and sort of stood there in the in the grass thinking what did I come out here for? Oh. And then trotted back in again. And then, oh, yeah, wee. Oui. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Turned oh. around and went back out again. It's like living with somebody Leonard. in the advanced stages of dementia. Oh, bless him. Oh,
2: get well soon, Cooper. Mm. Yes.
1: It's like having, you know, reminders for, not reminders for nappy changes, but reminders for, oh, is it nap time? Is he going to put them down yes. and get them up? Yeah. It's yeah. like that only yeah. furrier.
2: Oh, God. Oh, and it's just never fun giving medicine to an animal or baby, is it? No,
1: especially not when it's down his ears, which are incredibly painful.
2: God. Hmm. Tricky. Tricky. Hmm. Well, I've got through
1: more sausage than you would believe. Oh, is that the trick? Yes. Give them sausage while you do
2: it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like putting kids' antibiotics in chocolate mousse. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Hi. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. So um, that,
1: ladies and gentlemen, is the exciting story of all the alarms that keep going off on my phone. Um, we've,
2: we've never done such a late podcast, have we? No, we normally as- we normally asleep two hours. Because you know, I, in my head, I was like, "Yeah, we're going, we're, we're recording late," and I was like, "It's going to have some sort of like late night." But we did like do we did do sexy
1: sexy bit, didn't we? We talked about the sexy sex with them. Um,
2: did, did we do it in a sec I don't know if we did it in a sexy, sexy way. No, we didn't. No. I don't know if we did it in a sort of like, you know, like. No, we just giggled smooth- like five year olds. Yeah, <laughs> I felt really? we'd. I felt like te- like ten pm would we'd be like, the the adrenaline would have really been mm. pumped. I just feel a bit tired, don't you? Mm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> slightly tired, too hot, and quite thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> That's Why how I feel.
2: I'm a bit thirsty. I think it's because I had a lot of cheese tonight. Ah, in okay. preparation for I don't mm. know what for. Oh, there's a mosquito here. Ooh, no, I don't think it is actually. Um, uh, uh, good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. What doesn't help is that all the, the cocktail of different uh, uh, chemicals Drugs. that my poor dog is taking.
2: Are you taking some on the side <sighs> in sympathy with some
1: of them? You, some of them are so. One of them is a human one, and some oh. of I had to go to the chemist to get it. And one <gasps> of them is a is so strong that you have to take it back to the vet for them to destroy if there's only left. Because you can actually oh sell it God. for quite substantial amounts on the black market. Well,
2: then who who takes it back to the vet? Then surely you're never going to. <laughs> I mean, that's like.
1: Well, if I sound a bit giggly fighting. on the podcast next week, you'll know why. Yeah, <laughs> I've been cracking I open mean, the dogs' But how, how do
2: they? How do they know?
1: Well, it's just it's just what they legally have to put on the containers. Wow. Mm.
2: But couldn't you just have it for personal consumption I- and never tell anyone?
1: I could, I could. What are the
2: side effects? (laughs) (laughs) And what are the good effects?
1: (laughs) Well, the good effects are apparently you stand in the garden and fall over and judging by the dog, but anyway. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: But also, the combined toxicity of all this medicine means that he is wandering around the house in a miasma of fart that is unbelievably, eye-wateringly
2: appalling. Oh, no, that's the worst... Oh, I'm sorry, but there is nothing more disgusting than a dog fart. Oh, the painter
1: and decorator came round the grim. other day and I had to apologise profusely <laughs> because we both walked into a room and practically started <laughs> oh, no! gagging because the dog had been sitting in and there went, farting oh, away. And the dog. And he was like, oh, yeah, that was, yeah
2: he, he knows it's you <laughs> cause, and you're blaming the dog.
1: <laughs> oh, God, it's hideous. Oh, Lucy, anyway.
2: that's, oh, that's awful. Mm. Awful. So I was You'll very have much looking start forward to taking the drugs to, to
1: <laughs> just recover from the farty to smell.
2: Alleviate. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, was, I had visions of me recording this podcast in a sort of a rising yellow
2: <laughs> tide of. Yuck. Oh, Cooper. <laughs> and you're trying to sell the house. I it know. It just doesn't help. I
1: know. I know. But when he does it, even oh, the dog looks around you. inquiring, like, oh, I wonder what that awful smell is. <laughs> me. That stinks. That does. I think he, he must think it's us. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, ah um, oh yes. Now uh, we yeah. are now going. I'm, I feel bad now because I'm I'm segueing from farting to Febreze. I can't imagine that <laughs> Febreze does fart, and if he does, I imagine it would oh, smell they, of.
2: They smell perfume. Mm,
1: it would be. It, of, it would be a Jo a a, a Joe Maloney candle. It would. It would, it would be. Um, mm.
2: Well, not lyman basil. It would be pomegranate, so maybe that pomegranate
1: one. That if you if you walk past and look White at the mask. bottle, you spend of it, you smell of it for the rest of the day.
2: <gasps> oh, I really, yeah, I I walked past a Joe Malone the other day, and I was like, I'm going to go in and put a, put a bit on, but there were so many like assistants hovering, <laughs> waiting and to pounce. You, you can't. Yes, mm. and you feel like you can't spray it on you. No, because they're just going to hover. They're going to jump yeah. on you and go. You've sprayed a bit on you. That means you have to pay. <laughs> Fifty-eight pounds for a sample, but you you can't put it on a yeah it's, yeah I was gutted anyway. I don't know where you I don't know nowadays you can never just go and spray yourself. And you can your in duty
1: free, that's allowed, but then you just give everyone yeah. on the plane asthma yeah, you know, attacks because you
2: yeah yeah <laughs> you just reek of
1: pomegranate or whatever it is.
2: <laughs> good idea. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back to Fabrice's farts.
1: Yes. <laughs> Let's go over to Farty Febreze and Radio Borsetshire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fleur de (laughs) fufu.
4: Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin, these are in sale. Look. Should I get the skinny pleathers or coated cargoes? I worry about these pleathers, as I had some before and every time I sat down there was a noise, really loud. But they look very smart and everyone said I was best dressed at funeral. so maybe the coated cargoes, yes, no. Oh, Oh, now? Hello, hello, this is me, Fabrisa of Frelpisham, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon, because I have. This weekend is all of the sales for making you spend all your money before Christmas have even properly started, so you can worry all the way through December with no money. It is very useful and good idea. It is very ancient British tradition, I think, that started in 2017 A.D. So, all of the business in Ambridge are having sales and offers and on this show we are very up the locals. Let us see who is on to talk about their Friday blackness. Oh, hello Jolene. How are you both? I mean, how are you?
2: We're not allowed to talk about the prices at the bull. Not sure if you've noticed, but we try and avoid it as much as we can. So giving people details of a Black Friday sale is quite tricky. All I can say is that a point of shires is currently some money, and it'll be less money this weekend than it was on Friday. And the second that church bell chimes midnight on Sunday, it's going right back up there again. We only have two customers a week and both of them are ready. And we have to pay Tracy to stand about talking.
4: Oh, I am sympathy, Jolene. I too run small business. It is very difficult with the cash flow and staffs. My own staffs are on mummy mean wage and I am still not meeting my ends. Oh, here we have another small business, but this time it is a milky one. Hello, Mrs. Susan Crater
3: hope you don't mind, Febreze. I've prepared a little sales spiel for Bridge Farm. I'm the de facto marketing manager for the dairy. I'm not being funny, but it took Helen three weeks to pick cardboard for her cheese boxes. By the time she'd got her act together, the cheese could have walked there on its own. Not surprising they wanted someone a bit more dynamic. Anyway, <clears throat> Black Friday at Bridge Farm starts now. On uh, Sunday. Oh, well, it's probably still on now. Buy two of our delicious and stimulating rhubarb yoghurts and get twelve free.
4: Oh, that is very generous offer, Mrs Quetter.
3: Yeah, well, they're on the turn and we need to shift them.
4: Oh, and why are they stimulating?
3: You see, if you try one, my Neil says his bowels still twitch when he sees the pot. Well,
4: that sounds very excite. Uh, What other local business do we have? Oh, Lady Elizabeth.
2: It's not her, it's me. She's too busy sorting out her chaotic family. Bit trashy that lot, aren't they? She's asked me to do the sale info. So basically it's 50% off if you have an afternoon tea in the orangery. I had a brilliant idea, you know. I said, let's get really Christmassy and call it the chocolate orangery. But she wasn't having any of it be a lot more interesting than a few mingy salmon sandwiches and a fairy cake. You know, it's not real salmon. Well, some of it is, but sometimes we have to bulk it out with Felix.
4: Chelsea Horrible, I do not think your lady Elizabeth would like you to be saying these bad things with your mouth. B- bad mouthing, yes. It, but it's just show that you are not yet professional, even though you think you are. How is the hairdressing course going, by the way?
2: Hair and beauty, Febreze. Good year, We're doing nasal waxing at the moment. We all had to have a go on each other. You wouldn't believe what came out when I yanked them.
4: Oh dear, she have cut it out. What is a shame. Right, it is time for me to go now anyway as I must zip to Zara for those coated cargoes. All it takes is for Ryland to be seen in them and they will be gone, gone, gone. Colin? Colin? Where could I fit my woohoo in, near Zara? Radio Borsetshire
2: here. Febreze. if anyone's interested in coming to the Christmas party and they're not a Patreon, like, for example... I literally wouldn't know what to do.
1: Well, you... I,
2: Even though I do this wrong, I was going to say, we tell people every
1: week, you go <laughs> to Put www.patreon.com. Www. <laughs> dot uh, dot. Dot
2: and then do you type our name in the... You
1: look up Ambridge page? on the couch, yeah. And then it will give okay, you cool. a subscription amount that you can put in.
2: And you can put in like 50p a day mm. or a month. Sorry, sorry. Yeah.
1: No, I think the minimum is two quid, I think.
2: Okay, fine. Okay. Because um, if it was any than lower than that, it day. would cost them
1: more to process it than,
2: yeah. you know, which doesn't make any sense. I'm presuming it's like anything. You can always opt out. I mean, not that I'm encouraging people to opt out, but I'm just, I mean. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. Some, <laughs> some people might just want to come to the party and then stop paying. Times is hard. <laughs> I so, think you um, can,
1: yeah, I think you can do that. I think you can do it for like two months or something. You,
2: yeah, okay. Yeah, well, whatever. But if yeah. you do want to come to the party, then... That's how you, um, that's also, how you do you see, it. Because I always think these are good gauges of us having a proper live party, which I hope I hope we'll do in twenty twenty two In real life. In real life. I want us to do a live... Um, a live... Maybe not a live podcast, but a live show. Yes, slash party, a live. You gathering. just want
1: to get your hair done in it and get all <laughs> dressed up and wear high heels. I wanna,
2: I wanna have a blow dry, blow dry, blow out. I want us to have a blowout, Lucy.
1: An epic one or iconic.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna wear an elf hat.
1: Yeah. And- <laughs> oh bless alistair and for remembering the oh, elf hat was so that was that made
2: me laugh there were just some nice little nuggets yeah sweet, weren't yeah um anyway well whatever so come to the party yeah otherwise it would be really embarrassing yeah but on the other hand if less people come we can knock off early <clears>
1: yeah uh, it'll just be Shambridge sat there covered in cnd <laughs> face uh, no, paint I'm
2: just, no, I'm me sitting
1: bad. there in a flat cap and a puffer jacket pretending to be brian aldridge the
2: 21st of december there's no way i'm going to be relaxed
1: and no that's true. Will you be writing your Christmas cards off camera with one?
2: <laughs> I'll be in H&M buying last minute this and that. Doing But I'll just find a quiet corner in the changing room. I'll be
1: peeling potatoes. <laughs>
2: Because it is quite close to Christmas. You
1: suggested it, you banana. Why did never, you say the I twenty
2: first? I thought you were going to go with one of the earlier days. Don't ever
1: give me an option, one of which is a bad one, because you know that is what I will pick.
2: I was, like, thinking maybe the 15th or the
1: And yet you said the 21st. But that was I like said, then it will be proper option. Christmassy and you put little smiley face and a thumb up
2: and then i threw my phone yes then you went Against for the God's sake! <laughs> when
1: well, it's your own fault and i've told everybody now <laughs> <We can't sighs>
2: change it oh what if we all get a better offer can we <laughs> can we all write in
1: <laughs> demand a date change we'll just end up doing like 16 different ones on every other night between now and christmas because everyone will complain I can't do the Wednesday. Can we do well, it on Thursday? There's, there's, but only after nine, because i got me a Cardo coming. Yeah.
2: The Everett's, I think, deserve their own one. Yes. <laughs> quite a lot of it. I mean... I fully expect don't... the Everett's to go
1: travel, carol singing, and be knocking on the door while we're...
2: No, look, I will look forward to that. Mm. And, um, yeah, it'll be fun. Yes. I, what, what are we going to do? What we do? A we quiz. Do? Yeah, but I suggested that, and then I felt bad, because um, who's writing <laughs>
1: Well, I am, aren't I? Because oh,
2: thanks,
1: you always do this. You say, oh, but then I feel bad.
2: <laughs> I feel super bad. Yes, I can tell. Super bad that I suggested that. Yes. But only a quick one. Okay. Because we'll, we'll want time to chat.
1: Yes. But we're hi. all going to have to explain to each other who the hell we are hell because we no are. one's going to know, are they? <laughs>
2: Um, right, we yeah, better do Matt yeah. Rodriguez Payne. Oh, my God, yeah. It's so late. It's like midnight now. It's so
1: late. <laughs> um, now, uh, he described uh, Jill as the cuckoo in the nest uh, at the bull. So yes. he has done the cuckoo waltz a la Ambridge.
2: Oh, sweet. You ready? Yes. You can wait. have a
1: little waltz around. You can do your um, your Pride and Prejudice dance. Ready?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Dizzy, actually. <laughs> I thought, were you twiddling round on your wheelie chair?
2: <laughs> Wait, I, it was like being in a waltz, sir.
1: I could imagine that as a theme tune to um, uh, a children's TV program.
2: Yeah, it was very jolly, yes. uplifting. It I don't was, know. Yeah, I, don't like know I don't know what the cookie waltz is, except if ever there was a waltz, that's a waltz. Yes. Isn't it? One, two, two, three, three, one, three, one, two, three. One, two, two, three. One, two, two, three. Ow! One, um, <laughs> yes. So.
1: That's Thank you, Matt. Matt. Poor Matt's been working very hard for us, hasn't he?
2: Oh, God. Poor Matt, Lucy. I know. Um, and I've got lots of work to do as well, haven't I? You have. And it's so have I. Because the 1st of December. Oh, I
1: haven't written the pantomime and I haven't I finished God, all the I forgot other about I wasn't even things. thinking
2: about the pantomime.
1: And now I've got a bloody quiz to write
2: <laughs> as well. I feel sick for you. <laughs> That's nice. Get one, of, get, ask one of the Everett's. Okay. <laughs> They're up for doing a bit of work for us. <laughs> they get it right. Hey,
1: Everettes, one of you must be at a loose end. There's thousands <laughs> of you.
2: <laughs> See if they can come up with a better story for that karaoke okay. microphone and yeah. lipstick. Shenanigans. I think I could
1: ask Cooper and he'd come up with a better story than that, especially <laughs> in his current condition. I
2: think you're harsh, Lucy. <laughs> you're a harsh critic.
1: I know. Of I'm a great sorry. show.
2: <laughs> um Right. Anyway, thanks, Matt. Thanks so much to Patreons. Yes. All all our Patreons, I mean not not anyone else's. And thanks so much for your reviews. And get what's well in Cooper. Big hi to Jeff. Big hi to Lucy. <laughs> you're there. Uh <laughs> Anyone else? Oh, I feel so tired.
1: I was going to say, are you all right, no, I'm, I'm you, need, mean. you need. i to say, You need to go and have a lie down. But as it's quarter past ten, <laughs> it's at least two hours past your bedtime. So but now, can... yeah,
2: I know now I'm a bit worried that, mm. you know, like, I feel like, you know, when you've been to the theatre and you come home, or you've done then a you show and sleep. you come home, you can't sleep. Mm. The adrenaline's pumping. Mm. What am I going to do? I think
1: you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Thanks. by the time you've made Thanks, it you upstairs, you'll be On all fours, you'll be fine.
2: All right, Lucy. (laughs) Sex life. (laughs) I know it's Friday night, but we're not rabbits. (laughs) I do get annoyed though. If 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 I don't like my partner, my current partner, to be sleeping before I am. Right. I can't. Thank God you
1: said that. I was really worried about where that comment was going. I was thinking,
2: did she realise we're still
1: recording? (laughs)
2: I don't like anyone to be asleep before me. Anyone? No. Okay. I just don't like hearing someone asleep. If I'm not asleep, I don't okay. like hearing someone Do
1: you accidentally asleep. wake him up on purpose by dropping yes, books on him and things?
2: of course I do. Oh, sorry.
1: Like, accidentally... Did I wake you by turning all the lights on next to your head? Sorry.
2: Yes, of course I do. I'm horrible. <laughs> but it's one rule. It's a rule. <laughs> I must be the first to be asleep. Otherwise, I get anxious.
1: Okay. What do you get um, anxious about?
2: That I'm not going to be able to fall asleep. Oh, because I'm—I've got a good pattern, and I, if you know when you miss—you know when you miss your window. Yeah, it's a nightmare, isn't it? You miss y- your sleep window, and then you can't sleep.
1: No, my sleep window is 23 hours out of 24, so that's fine. <laughs> I can <laughs> oh, okay, sleep fine. anywhere. Can you? Can yeah. you, Lucy. Yeah.
2: <gasps> really? Yes. Just straight to sleep. Yep.
1: Wow. Because my thyroid's great. knackered, so I'm permanently tired anyway. Wow! Yeah, I fell asleep in the foyer of the National Theatre.
2: Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> wow! Well, yeah. at least it was. It was. It wasn't during the show. No, it was in the foyer. Yeah, getting the tickets. Uh,
1: f- uh, I was waiting for someone else to pick up tickets. Oh God! Yeah, just absolutely anywhere, apart from on a long haul flight, which is when you most oh, want to go to sleep. Oh anyway, my God! That's fine.
2: I've got that sort of feeling tonight, though, because it's a bit late and we're. I feel like we're up after our bedtime, but we're chatting. Mm.
1: Have I you know. had a drink?
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's probably why I feel like I'm on a long haul flight. I feel a bit dizzy. <laughs> I think I better go to bed.
1: Yeah. Or you could take <laughs> your shoes off. Turn the telly on and then have someone's hair dangling over the screen so you can't see it properly. And then you can probably recreate the long haul flight experience (laughs) and then you'll maybe drop off.
2: I'll just shut the, yeah. Um, Anyway, thanks, Lucy.
1: (laughs) That's all right.
2: Go to
4: bed
1: now.
2: Before I go to bed, I'm going to go and listen to some Dro Kenji.
1: Yeah, go on then
2: my bro Joe Joe Joe, Joe. Uh, anyway if any if young person wants to write in with the real pronunciation of his name thank you make up that bit <laughs> god I'm like as patronising as who is the patronising person
1: uh, Fallon to Jerry. Fallon
2: yeah anyway
1: go away go to sleep
2: you, you know I, I find these I find it so difficult to say goodbye Lucy you I know you have it's attachment brilliant.
1: anxiety I'm just I going do. to play the theme tune can so you, you just, can go away
2: yeah just cut me off okay bye bye,
0: bye.